Hello, and welcome to the Random Rant Generator. I'm Abdullah, this is Oblin, that's got it. Abdullah, Oblin, got it. Right, yeah, that's a guy, I got it, I got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go on Twitter at Random Rantcast, uh, uh, and, uh, fucking email us at Random Rant Generator at hotmail.com. Uh, we're not good enough for Gmail, but too good for, uh, Yahoo. Um, and, uh, also follow us on Spoon at Random Rantcast, or Random Rant, where we will stream random fucking things and, you know, rant about shit. Hey, hey, you know it's a waste of time and energy? Uh, living. So, let's talk about the body. We're gonna talk about the paradox of the body. I'm not laughing. You're not, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm Oblong. Oblong. Uh, right, right, right. Yeah. You want to yeah. start us off, uh, Oblong, on, uh, uh, cause you, you seem yeah. to have some experience. Would you, would you mind talking about us, uh, about yeah. your experience with the human body and, Absolutely. like, So, yeah. I, I want to get there, uh, I want to come at it from a little bit of a roundabout way. Mm. Um, because our human body has, our bodies have, you know, any bodies, whether they're humans or not, but, mm-hmm. um, our body has, Many systems. We've got a skeletal system. We've got a cardiovascular system. Mm. We've got, uh, what else? Our respiratory system. Our nervous system. We've got right. our, uh, you know, we've got our solar system. We've got our solar system. Exactly. Um, and other, there's a, another thing that like really relates, uh, to the systems, the separate systems of the body in yeah. a really good way. And that is, um, engines. Ooh. Engines have oh, yeah. air intake. They yeah. have air exhaust. Yeah, they have they fuel they that agree. fuels them. Yeah. The the fuel system has to be clean in order for the fuel to work. Cleansing, um, shitting. A lot of yeah. these things. A lot of these things really directly translate to how our bodies work. We right. have air intake. We have air output. Yeah. We need to take in fuel. Um, yeah. the system that processes our fuel is only as good as the fuel that we put into it. Also, and I think that this is especially relevant, uh, for example, uh, wear items. Wear items are something that I definitely wanted to, to kind of touch on. When you're driving your car and you need your brakes changed, you know that you need new brakes, brake pads, because there's a little Thing that they put on your brake pads yeah. so that when the brake pad gets low mm-hmm. then now the brake pad actually scratches just a little bit right. against the wheel right. and it makes right. a squeeze right. so you have, you are, as you're going and so this wear item this this brake pad which brake pads are always going to wear down it's the nature of um, it's the nature of the part. Yeah. It's literally there. It's a wear it's, item. It's literally there because it's going to right. disintegrate it's gonna eventually at a like Right. It's right. temporarily there, doing a temporary job. Our body does a lot of things like this as well, where it has wear items. It, it helps it in a certain aspect, but over time, it wears down. That, But it's like a, such a specific so thing. Right. It's such yeah. a specific thing. Yeah. That it, it can't like be 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 used the entire thing mm-hmm. the, the the entire time. I guess the entire the entire body is like composed of, of shit like that. It's yeah. really similar, yeah. It's really yeah. similar to like the car uh, in that regard. Yeah. Where you know, there's also, for example, if a car gets in a wreck, so if something catastrophic <laughs> happens, there's places in the car which are created by the engineers to break first, right. so that bigger things don't break. And so, like, for example, you've got, like, these pillars between each window, and these pillars are, like, highly load-bearing. They have to be able to support the roof in case the yeah. car rolls over. Yeah. But there's other places where there's pins that are litter- that are put, uh, they call them shear pins, yeah. so that the pin breaks first right. so that it doesn't break other stuff, because right. the pin only costs, like, $10 to replace. Our body does similar things where instead of tear a major muscle, it's going to tear a tiny muscle, right? Uh, so which will debilitate you. Right. Exactly. It, right. the, it will right. tear the, the, the ones one. that can be replaced as opposed, as opposed to the ones that, like, you know... Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. going to yeah. try and hurt something. The body will divert energies to, okay, let's rip this thing, and then you're just not going to be able to walk, so that way you don't tear your calf or yeah. whatever it is. The body will just automatically create these wear items or yeah. these uh, canary in a coal mine uh, type situations. And so we see some interesting things out of that. Yeah. Kind of going off what you were saying, a lot of the frame of cars is built to slightly bend at certain points. 
to absorb the impact. Same way the body is when you take a hit, the yeah. cartilage and stuff ex- you know, takes most of that pressure. Yeah. So that the bones, which don't really bend very well, don't have to take that pressure. But the bones are there in order to make sure that there is a structure and for the entire thing to be built upon. Brought up a valid point in saying like the, uh, an engine works a lot like the body. I think a lot of things that we utilize on our day to day are really just extensions, like hyper, hyper, um, specific extensions of specific parts of the body. You know what I mean? Wrenches. You know what I mean? The, 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 the arm is made, made, uh, it, 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 it like, it uh, uses leverage and shit in order to like increase the strength of the mm-hmm. A wrench is basically an extension of the arm in that you can uh, use it to like, you know, wrench shit, uh, wrench shit open, mm-hmm. wrench shit close and shit like that. And or like, like the engine, you know, what I mean? or, or, or like an engine. It, it's an extension of like how our fucking our our hearts are like pumping all the time. Like you know, it's like you know, like causing a lot of beats and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's the same with the engine. Like all the pistons pumping and shit like that. You know, it's like that all the explosions going off. It's basically we're recreating the human body in so many different ways and hyper specific ways in order to help mm-hmm. it in or help our, our our initial. That's that's the that's like kind of the point though. Is yeah. that the body is such a powerful tool. That we literally make tools specifically, like to to enhance it in mm-hmm. such in such crazy ways, and we've learned so much just by like observing our own our own things that yeah. we uh, that we need uh, need our own time. I fucking wake up and my fucking hip. I I, I wake up and like I, I slept just fucking fine, except like I can barely move my goddamn back for some shit when uh, when I wake up. You know what I mean? Like it's a. It's, I mean, that's it's just a matter of getting older and shit like that, or well, I mean, also lack of exercise and all that other shit. I mean, but I mean, like, like a car. If you don't, you if you don't, yeah, if you yeah. don't maintain that engine, then it's gonna start doing things and it gets old. If you're really attentive about maintaining your engine, yeah. there's a good chance that you'll have a well, that have engine a was, yeah. right. Yeah. But at the same time, when things are made, when the engine is made, maybe one of the manufacturing specifications got off. And so, yeah, not it, all engines are able to, you know, hit the RPMs that they that right. they need. However, they still need fuel. Right. They still need oil. Yeah. They still need to bring yeah. in good air. They still need good air intake. They still have a an electrical system that has to work. Right. A turn all the sig, you know, turn signals, lights, all of this translates directly into the body. Right. Some yeah. people might be born. Missing one leg, they still need to take a shit. They, yeah. They still, yeah. Pro- if they have a functioning, uh, you know, private areas, maybe they still want to get off also. Yeah. Right. So yeah, like they true, still have true. needs that we all have, even if they're not able. Right. Uh, you know, and and to that point, like engines, someday we're all just gonna crash. Like yeah. there's no such thing yeah. as like a permanently able-bodied person. At some yeah. point, you're gonna lose some hearing. You're gonna lose some sight. You're gonna yeah. stop being able to get up and down off the there's something that's going to start happening eventually where fragility inserts itself into our body. And, right. and, well, it, and it, it tends to like spider bug from there. Once you've got one area of fragility, then yeah. now I've got to compensate. So we all know the purpose of this, of strength, right? We, we all know the purpose of strength is in order to get shit done that we need to get done. So what do you think the purpose of fragility in the body is? Or, I mean, fragility in general, but like, we'll, we'll keep, we'll keep to the example of the body. What do you think is the point? Being able to fucking bench 500, 600 fucking pounds and then open the door wrong and fucking sprain the wrist. Deliberately, like, tries to ta- or tries mm-hmm. to take out, like, the stuff that can be repaired a lot easier. Yeah. So, but like, you, so if you, in your example, if you, just got done doing like some sick workout and you're just like super brolic. Yeah, I, I thought you, I thought you're gonna like so, go a bro- broccoli reference, but I really have that you brought in broly in the if you're, Yeah, if, you're, <laughs> yeah. if you just got done with the broly type workout, yeah. um, and then you sprain yourself opening a door. Well, really what has happened is that maybe in your workout or somehow in your recovery from the workout, you have done something that your body doesn't like, and then the straw mm. that breaks the camel's back is twisting the doorknob wrong. Ah, yeah. so, so it's like the just a matter already of time been there. Kind of yeah, exactly. Gotcha. And it's like gotcha. similar to like a car, for example. Yeah. Like if you overfill one of your tires, you can see when the tire's underfilled. When the tire's low, right. you're like, all right, the tire's low. When the tire's overfull, you're not gonna know until you're driving down the road and you have a fucking blowout and you're trying to maintain control of your car yeah. going 70, right? Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> sprains <laughs> his ankle. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, crazy. gotta, uh, gotta yeah. 
Mr. Gata, I was wondering, have you lost control of your car going 70 down the road? Why were you no. pointed to no. the no. It was 30. <laughs> and he just lost his tire. Okay. Hey, it hey, was hey. like eight. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Right. I understand. It was slow enough that I watched the tire go down the road yeah but ah, and i was like I was like, why is there a tire being rolled down the road i don't see anybody why am i at an awkward angle why is this going, why is that scraping sound yeah oh, yeah. No. oh no <laughs> yeah that yeah. looks like my tire yeah why are my brakes not working correctly why am i jerking uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Then you get out of the car. Why is yeah. my door now on the floor? It's on the side. Why do we have Super this powers? fragility? Oh yeah, that that just like kind of seems to clash with the strength, right? Yeah. And the thing is, is is you know, I like to I like to kind of describe it like this. Like a lot of people, like let's say you just got a brand new car, Porsche. <laughs> Right, a Porsche at the dealership, and even on the gas cap, it's going to be like used premium only. They're going to want you to put premium right. in there. Whatever. Let's just say you get it, and you're like, that's just you know, that's somebody just saying shit. That's not real. Right. That's just a that's just somebody trying to get me to spend more money on gas. If you put regular gas in the Porsche, it's still going to run like a fucking like monster engine, right? However, yeah. it's not going to perform at its peak, right. and right. also. When you're doing that, you've got this Porsche, and let's just say you've got, like, all these dash lights, and you're just like, okay, whatever, like, I see that my gas is full, uh, this other, you know, light's on, it's blinking, I don't know what it's for, but my car's running fine. That's kind of like, you know, when we talk about the the guy who's looking brolic, who twisted his, uh, you know, ripped something open in a door. Yeah. He had a dash light on, and he didn't realize didn't what the really, dash yeah. light was for. And so that gotcha. that sprain becomes the dash light that you can't ignore anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. And oh, so and, the, like, and like pain. Pain is actually an indicator of a problem. Pain Not, is feedback. Yeah. And a lot of people feedback, equate yeah. pain as pain is bad. Right. When pain is actually, pain tells us a lot about ourselves. Pain can tell us you're injured. Yeah. Pain can tell us. That's too hot to touch. Pain can tell us little things. You probably shouldn't hold your head in this position anymore. Like when your head's kinked and you're looking at something like way to the side, it's going to start to ache after a minute. That's feedback. Yeah. And so I think a lot of our fragility sometimes can get lost in this yeah. it's a feedback loop, essentially, yeah. and people just don't think of it as one. Sure. Kind of going off what you're saying, but taking another step down that road, a lot of times the fragility is also in our minds. Yeah, as, that's at, true. Yeah. As a warning, but more than just a warning, but also as a way of telling us what we're doing. You know, they talk about um, athletes that are peak athletes have to consistently do something like marathon or they consistently have to go run the miles, mm. not because they need to stay in shape for it so much, but because they need to consistently put that wear and tear on their body mm. because if they take too much time off, their body's not going to be ready for that wear and tear. It's going to go away. Yeah. And so yeah, consistently yeah. doing that. So it's that like bench opening press. the wound yeah, to make just, sure that it glows. Like, it, yeah. But it's like, the entire yeah. thing. Of like when you lift weights. Yeah. What you're doing is you're actually tearing, tearing your muscles, muscles so they can, um, they can grow bigger. Themselves. So you get yeah. people who do um, world's strongest man lifting and Chuck they, yeah, yeah. they will lift in a specific way. There's some that do it all year around. Yeah. There's other ones that are like, I'm only going to do it for the competition, which means I'm going to do very light, light, light. And like, you know, there. But mm-hmm. when it comes up to about two months for the competition, I'm going to focus everything on getting myself ready for just that one week of competition yeah. where I'm going to be torturing my body. Yeah. And then I'm going to come back down to my normal rate of doing stuff, which is not a top tier competition, but it's a right. safer thing for me. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think strongman competitions are great. Example? Uh, yeah, a great example yeah. because they really do some like outrageous shit with their bodies yeah. and that's not sustainable long No. And they're impressive. They are they're they are yeah. very impressive, but like that's not what it's sort of designed for. You're like you're and not that's just, like an F one race car. It's right. like that's impressive, but that's not something that uh, I'm not gonna be able to put a hundred thousand miles on that. Right. <laughs> right. You might right. be able to put a hundred thousand miles on it. It, I mean, it probably won't all be at like five hundred miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, but I was gonna go like the yeah. entire thing of you take out a car to go get a bunch of concrete. Yeah. Because yeah. Because you need to build something. It's like, well, this is the body I have. 
Yeah. And I need to do this thing, therefore I'm going to put all this concrete into my body. Yeah. And it's like, that doesn't make sense. I understand that you are five foot oh and you want to become an Olympic pole vaulter and you have really short arms. It's not yeah. going to work for you because you don't have the right physical therapy. You can yeah. practice all you want. You can prepare. You can do everything perfectly. We just can't fit that much concrete the right into the body. car. Right, right. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think you've ever seen Haikyuu, the anime. With Hinata, who's a midget, and he plays volleyball? Nope. Right, okay. <laughs> That's fair. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. Um, he's not a midget. <laughs> no, he's not a midget. He's just... <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, sure. He's got amazing <laughs> jumping ability. Yeah. That's true. He, yeah. He's built for jumping, not yes. for... Yes. And calling. that's the thing where it's... There are certain things where if you look at basketball players, they have a very specific build. Yeah. If you look at football players who play this position, they have a very specific build. If Generally, you look at people yeah. who do shot puts, they have a very specific build. And one thing that uh, this guy was doing was looking at athletes over the years. He did a study. Mm-hmm. And what he looked at was body proportions for Olympic athletes in eight different events. I don't remember all the top of my head, but there are a variety from um, swimming to running to yeah. track and field to a couple other ones. And what he realized was that Early on until about the 1930s, 1940s, mm. everybody had the, about the same phenotype, so the body looked a certain way, yeah. because that was the ideal body. Right. That was the, you know, um, this is what, a, uh, what is was it? What's the Greek statue of the perfect goddess? And then if you look in the 60s and 70s, you yeah. start seeing these body types change. Yeah. And the one thing was like, um, the people who were doing longer running had longer legs, but also were starting to come thinner and thinner. Yeah. Um, many other people who were doing shot put, they were squattier. Their center of gravity was lower. They right. had broader shoulders. They had longer arms. Yeah. And they're looking at all these different things where it's taking these right. measurements yeah. and realizing that what we've realized is that specific bodies have an advantage in specific sports. Yeah. Just like and, just like certain certain body types. I mean, just like just like in regular day to day. Like I like in Minecraft or in like old school Minecraft. They used children in order to go to like certain certain spots because they were able to like put their little bodies in the, in the places like growing ass adults can You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, I mean that's a darker. That's definitely a darker example. But it's the same. It's the same idea. Like you yeah. would, even if you, if you if you couldn't find any kids, you would find just a, like a small person. So you know? going back to the fragility of it, because your body is a specific way, mm-hmm. and because take shot put, you're putting so much tension and torsion on specific parts of your body, you're putting so much pressure through it. That if you do it wrong, if you break your form, you're forcing so much energy through it that you're going to injure yourself. Yeah. And so another thing with injuries is from overdoing it or not using the proper technique. Well, yeah, I mean, because the, the body isn't designed to fucking be at 100% at all times. I mean, that's like, like you know, those stories of people, like, finding superhuman strength when, like, their their, their loved one or, or mm-hmm. shit is in danger and shit like that? Yeah. They fucking destroy themselves. Usually it's the ribs, usually, and, and, and the muscles, but they destroy yeah, themselves through that one... Lymphatic sure. sounds like something I've heard of before. It's lymphatic, but... Okay. Oh, my bad. I just really wanted to say I appreciate the introduction of the word phenotype. Everybody has a different phenotype. Our phenotype is mm. how our genes express themselves. So let's say we've got two daisies. Mm. They're not identical. Uh, they have a different phenotype. Every human has a different phenotype, which mm. is my main gripe about diet culture. Is yeah, it's, yeah. It's that's like, this is what your body should look like. And it's yeah. like, well, I actually have like a seven foot wingspan, even though I'm five foot tall. So it's yeah. just like literally not even possible for me to. Yeah, it's all the five foot wingspan. When we were in heaven, we switched arms. So <laughs> when you were when you were my when I was with my mom, you and your mom, you came over and stole them. <laughs> so you can take these stupid arms. You got height. Um, the other thing that's worth talking about is that <laughs> muscles are broken down traditionally into three different types: fast twitch, slow twitch, and soft. Um. Traditionally, a soft uh, yeah. is kind of in between the two, yeah. where it has aspects of both. Yeah. A fast twitch muscle would be somebody who runs the 100 meter dash, where it just they can immediately get up to top speed and they can hold that for a little bit of time. There. Yes. A boxer would have a boxer. fast twitch. Yeah. Slow twitch is more of your marathoner. Um, and then soft is going to be people who do things that need sudden burst, but need it sustained as well. Like soccer. Ah, okay. Basketball yeah. is another one where. Uh-huh. 
Um, yeah. And that's going to be a variety of both. I know I'm oversimplifying it. Please don't get mad at me. No, no. Well, I mean, like, that, but that's easy to di- digest. Yes. Because, like, I know what you're talking about. Because, like, there's, like, what you're saying, there's, like, the fine key movements, like, the yeah. boxer, he has, to, he has to coordinate both, so, like, dodging and shit like that. Yeah. Who here did presidential physical fitness? Uh, oh, yeah, the presidential fitness test. Or, no, no. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. for me, the one I could never do was the shuttle run. I'm not fast enough. I don't have enough fast oh, yeah. muscles back, 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 to do back, back, that yeah. turns. Um, I consistently was in on the mile because I have this slow well, switch. But like the short ones where it's like, okay, you have to do this distance. It's really short. It's like, no, I can't do that. I was a great Straight 16. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I was great. I could run about 16 second 100, you know. Yeah. Really close to. Yeah. yeah. I fucking, I don't even know. Those are just foreign words to me. One of the things that I can never fucking do is like, I mean, Pull-ups. Pull-ups and fucking climbing up ropes. Yep. You know what I mean? I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't an unhealthy kid. I was more of a dirt. I had, I guess, the slow, the slow, cause I would, I could stay on the field for fucking days so, in a football practice, but like, do one fucking pull-up. Fucking nothing. You also have to understand yeah. that there's a difference between upper body and lower body. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, no, so I, I could, yeah, yeah. For, you know, going off of me again. Yeah. I have a lot of slow twitch muscles mm-hmm. throughout my body. I especially have most of my, my fast twitch are in my core. Gotcha. Which means that I can oh. do really good with like oh, sudden, okay. ex- sudden um, quick movements up. So like squatting, for example. Yeah. But when it comes to doing stuff above my head, I don't have the upper body muscles that do that. Right. These are all a much more of a soft mixture, and they don't really, de- they didn't really develop. There's also. That's what I was gonna say. You definitely have them, but whether or not they're well, there. In that, you also have how responsive the muscle is and how it responds. My upper body, the muscles up there are nowhere near as, aren't able to intake protein as well as some of my other muscles. Would be right. the best way of describing right. it. Fair so enough. you have them, but it'll have them even develop. Who knows? But yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So because you have a different phenotype. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, just like just like people gain weight in different areas of their body. Like I mean, yeah. I got a gut, I got gut weight and thigh weight. Like that's where all that shit goes. I mean, people get like fucking flabs in their arms. I only I have, don't have thigh weight. weight. I don't have any thigh weight. All the way in my chest. Yeah, yeah. And these fucking guns, son. Let's go. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. A lot of my strength is lower body strength. I got pretty good core strength. My body strength is to be desired. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wanted, I wanted to tie this back into, um, you know, we're talking about phenotypes and how, you know, when we look at like the strength and the fragility aspect, like you brought up. For example, like marathoners making sure that they get their miles, um, and also like a shot putter where they're generating a lot of force. And yeah. if they generate that force in a short amount of time, yeah. If they generate that force with improper form or subpar form, yeah. what happens is you might have this powerful engine. Uh, but, but if you forgot to take the e-brake off, yeah, then you're oh. just going to burn your brakes out. You're yeah. just going to put stress on your drive train. I was more saying you have to get out of first gear in the second, and you're just gunning it. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or like oh. a piston, like goes like kind of get, like gets wonky. Or, or whatever. Any, yeah, right? any That's small that you're shitting from a fifth into reverse. <laughs> exactly. You know. Yeah. yeah. And so and so. In these instances, like when we talk about elite athletes, I think that that's like one extreme, but uh, relevance that trickles down from there. Um, when we talk about like these elite athletes, the 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 number one cause of injury in our bodies is overuse injuries. Yeah, and an overuse yeah. injury. Yeah. An overuse injury can look like a uh, you know a professional marathoner who runs all the time and they put so many miles on their body that their body's not able to keep up. The other end of the spectrum from an overuse injury is somebody who sits in their car a lot because to sit in your car, you have to have your core engaged in yeah. order to maneuver oh, your yeah. arms. And you're only doing that short side or like and you're doing and that, shit like that. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a lot of other overuse injuries. Uh, yeah. What's the one? Carpal tunnel? <laughs> <laughs> yes, carpal tunnel. So... <laughs> These are yeah. overuse injuries. These are overuse injuries, and we can see an extreme in both ends of the spectrum. Where okay, I'm running too many miles in a week, and I'm not allowing yeah. enough recovery. Or the opposite end of the spectrum, I have a job where I drive around a lot, and so I'm seated a lot. 
And there's another system in our body called our soft tissues. And our soft tissues are the issue in both of these extremes. Our soft tissues are kind of like saran wrap that covers, wraps and surrounds everything. We've got fascia. Fascia is a soft tissue. Mm. We've got soft tissues and fascia around our nerves, our blood vessels, our muscle fibers, our muscle groups, Mm. our skeletal system. Everything in our body has a fascia around it. So if I'm spending a lot of time sitting... Well, now I get what's called an adhesion in my hip, and one morning I might just wake up and I can't really move that much because my back fills out because there's like something stuck together in my hip. I overuse my hip socket so much by sitting still in a car. It's one of those things where people don't think about it, but you're actually also overusing. You're actually also doing a repeat motion. When you're out running, for example, let's say I want to go run for an hour, I'm literally alternating leg lifts for an hour. That's it, man. I'm just lift this leg, lift that leg, lift this leg, lift that leg, lift this leg. That's all the motion really is when we simplify it, uh, oversimplify it. Right. The same thing happens with typing. These other injuries happen and people don't have like an awareness of like, oh, you know what? I also need to recover from all this time that I spent typing because I just spent a lot of time doing a repeat motion, right? I just sat at my desk for two hours. That's not nearly as strenuous on your body as running for two hours. However, it still has the same effect on right, your Right, because you're still engaging. Because, I mean, like, you're, you're still, still holding yourself your up. Your body's right still doing the like damn thing. Yeah. So I guess the, the standpoint is, like, fragility is sort of like a reminder of, like your strength comes at it comes with you know a cost. You know, I think one example that you used when you're talking about fragility is like stubbing our toe and right. how just when you stub your toe, I mean everybody stubbed their toe, I I would think. Right. When you stub your toe, that shit is just like wow. it's yeah. next level painful. And here's why. When you get poked in the eye, how does it feel? Mm-hmm. You ever gotten something in your ear, like inside? Yeah. That shit hurts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. These are all sensing right. organs. Oh, because they're fucking feet, hyper, uh, or hyper, uh, in, in, they're, in hyper, use, hyper overuse or something like they're that. Input. Right? They're input. Right. Yeah, they're input. It's overload. Over, they're being yeah. overloaded. In and that's what happens when you stub your toe. We have over 10,000 nerve endings in our feet. Ah, uh, it's, like, it's like when you jam your fucking finger in a door or some shit like feet, that. Yeah. yeah. Our feet are literally what interacts with the ground for us. Mm. Our feet have the majority of our proprioceptors. Our proprioceptors are, a uh, proprioception is your ability, your body's ability to know where it's at in relation yeah. to itself in yeah. space and time. Yeah. So if I, you know, if I get pulled over by a copper, he's like giving me a field sobriety test and he's like, all right, close your eyes and touch your nose. My proprioceptors tell me where my arm is in front of me so that I can bring it to my nose. I don't need anything other than my proprioceptors. For somebody who's wheelchair-bound, that would be a difficult thing to do because they don't have proprioceptors in their hips. Actually, we've got like two or three, but point being, we've got like 30 to 60 in our feet. I don't know the numbers, but you get the point. Our proprioceptors are all located in our feet. Our feet are interfaced with the ground. And so when we stub our toe, it's like poking yourself in the eye with something sharp. It's like, yo, man, you just, what are you doing, right? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Something gets up our nose. It's just like makes you sneeze all of a sudden. Our body has this uh, protective self-reaction to our sensing organ. That's part of it. Well, I mean, that's also, well, yeah, that that, that makes sense because, like, it, ha- it can't be, like, hyper-strong, right? Because, I mean, it's a sensing thing. It has to be able to, like, sort of, like, uh, it has to be flexible, you know what I mean? Because it's, like, you're... you're adaptable. Adaptable, right. Like, because your ears, they don't, they don't like, they don't force sound into them. They react to the sound being around it by rattling, uh, rattling uh, 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 in your brain mm-hmm. and shit, and that's how you recognize it. But it has to have that sort of, it has to be really light, it has to be really loose in order for it to rattle so you can actually hear shit. So it's, yeah. like... It's more, it's more for a means to an end than like drawback. Taking that one more step. When we're talking about fragility, we're talking about things that go away. And there's kind of two different parts to that. There's long-term abilities we have and short-term abilities we have. Some long-term abilities can become short-term based on like traumatic brain injury, for example. Right. But in traditionally, it's like the ability to make a fist. That is going to be a long-term ability that you should be able to do. However, due to carpal tunnel, due to nerves destruction, Due to different things, swelling, it'll become more and more difficult versus, you know, the ability to dunk. That is a much more short-term ability 
Right. Because it requires such much more coordination with the entire body. Yeah. And so when you look at these gross motor skill and fine motor skill, there are certain ones that you can break out of the fine motor skill that are, this is like very specifically when you're talking about, if you've seen people that will actually make the heads of uh, pencils graphene into different objects. Like they'll actually carve stuff. into yeah. it. Yeah. And that's one where it's like, fine motor that's so much yeah. fine motor skill that it's very easy to lose that ability. Yeah. Versus the very ability temporary. to like the fine motor skill of Sanding an edge on a t- on a table, yeah. right? Because you're always, I mean, you're using the motion of sanding something so, down is like it, it's much more of a looser thing. Like there's a yes. lot of things that you come in other areas as well. Exactly. So if you're repeatedly doing these things in different ways, then it's not a repeat. Yeah, when it comes down to that, we're talking about. You're talking about hearing. Mm. And one of the things that they've realized is that as you grow older, you lose the ability to hear the high end of things. So there are these things they put out there are missing. But they're a very high pitched frequency that they put into places where teenage kids are, you know, gathering and don't want them to. Because <laughs> anybody who has normal hearing for an adult won't be able to hear that frequency. But kids are able to hear it. And therefore wow. it will drive them it will annoy them, so they'll leave. Right, so it's, like, yeah, that's great. So it's those types of things with your body naturally over time adjusts itself because there are certain things that are needed more when you're younger. Yeah. As you get older, if I have to lose one of these two things, we'll get rid of this because it's not as important. Yeah. Um, the car will still run. Yep. Yeah. It's the reason why, like, as you get older, your hearing's gonna get worse. Mm-hmm. Your eyesight's gonna get worse. Yeah. Your smelling's gonna get worse. Yeah. All of those different types of things. You're gonna be your ability to feel something will be there. Um, the ability to use specific muscles will consistently go down. And it's because the body goes, well, if things are important to keep running, we're going to focus on those and we're going to make sure that that always is being repaired. But right. these things, eh, right. you, you don't need to be able to, you know, smell something from three miles away. Not worry about that anymore. And environment plays into this a lot. Environment plays in huge because, like, in countries, uh, in countries where we see where, like, the culture is that yeah. you sit on the floor, people of older ages, able-bodied people of older ages, are able to get up and down off the floor, whereas in America, where we've got couches, chairs, all these things to sit on, people have trouble when they get older getting up and down out of the chair because the chair has gradually over years taught the body, actually, we don't even need like this half of the muscle anymore. We don't even use that half of the muscle. Right. So we can just let that atrophy. It's no big deal. And then once that part of the muscle atrophies, well, now it's actually hard for me to get up out of the chair, so I get a cane, and that cane helps me to do some work, and so then that allows the muscle to atrophy a little bit more, and so sometimes our environment can exacerbate these things. Yeah. Not always. Right. You right, know, right. our bodies are all our own bodies, and we listen to them, and we know them uh, better than anyone else. But it's an interesting thing that has has been observed in in, in countries where you know people squat, for example. Mm. People of all ages squat. Mm. Whereas here in America, it's like you know some people can't even get up and off up and down off the ground when they turn fifty or I don't know. You know, I'm just making that right, up. Right, right, right. Yeah. And of course, I'm talking about able-bodied people because some people. How many of us get up off the floor? Right. I can get up off the floor. Probably. Some days. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's like I've lived with people, you know, who some days can't get up off the floor, can't get out of the bed, you know. It just is what it is. And so that's not a environmental thing. That's a, a physiology thing, right? That's yeah. a phenotype. But yeah. having the ability to sit on a couch which is on the floor adds to that. Mm-hmm. It makes it easier and it makes it more accessible for somebody who has the trouble but doesn't force them to work on it. It doesn't force them to do Therapy, yeah, yeah, um, and you know, I think that's, I think that's great therapy. Like you brought up earlier about, um, like having muscles and whether or not they will even engage, and that is typically physical therapy. What they do is they teach, okay, we're gonna do a bunch of things that engage this one muscle, so that then there will be this a neuron chain that will act from your brain all the way exactly, through. and I mean, so. Go ahead. That's the pipe dream, but that doesn't mean everybody's body's I mean, going. So there. I had a major injury happen to my hand when I was much younger. I can no longer bend my finger and make a fist. Like when I try to, my middle finger sticks out. Mm-hmm. If I describe this, it's I can bend each knuckle to about thirty degrees, maybe forty degrees. Versus the needed ninety degrees. Yeah, I mean I'm, I'm yeah. maybe halfway forty five. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so it leads into well, adapting. How do I do right. things that? Um, I should be able to do. 
how do I learn how to do things that I wanted to? So like playing the guitar. This is the hand where you would finger all the strings, and I was playing the guitar beforehand, but because I can't bend my finger, I had to relearn how to do certain notes in a different position in order for me to physically get there to play them, yeah. which is why I don't play the guitar anymore, because it was too difficult. Jimi Hendrix, mm. because he had some issues, he couldn't find a left-handed guitar, so he played right-handed guitar upside down, mm. and in order to do that, he had to basically make up his own tabs and where to play, because there was nothing for that at the time. I know he was left-handed, I just didn't realize there was no... No, he's well. He didn't have one. He's played on a right-handed guitar to start with. They don't really he's stuck with it. Guitar, as I understand. Like I think They're you can get one. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially exactly, order especially, them. But... And since he learned how to play with an upside-down right, he just stuck with it. Yeah. So if you look at all the guitars he's using, they're upside down as he plays. So right. that, that adaptability uh, is, I do believe, uh, neuroplasticity is the word. Ooh, that's yeah. a nice word. Yeah, uh, neuroplasticity is something that all of us can practice. Uh, yeah. We can encourage our bodies, and I think that it's a great idea. Uh, Coach C recommends this to everyone out there to encourage your body to participate in, uh, in growth in a neuro- neurological sense. Just, you know, it's as easy as brushing your teeth with the opposite hand, combing your hair with your opposite ah, hand. Ah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. You're forcing good. your body to do a different thing. Feels a little bit awkward, right? Yeah. Writing something with your left hand. If you just practice this a little bit in a day, then your body starts to adapt to, I need to change things sometimes. And it makes that process easier when it's a necessary process as opposed to, I'm just doing this for shits and giggles, right? right? But it's actually a practice that leads up to something else. Right. But Coach C, what if I am left-handed? <laughs> hey, you know what? I don't That's know. That's when you use your feet, dude. Yeah. I don't know why you haven't been brushing your teeth with your left hand then. Yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> like, like, did you just, you just, like, you must have mastered neuroplasticity. Yeah, it's Plasticity. the reason why a lot of times, especially yeah, used, uh, used to be that they'd want kids to learn how to write both right and left hand. It was less about learning how to write, and it was all about learning how to use control and use fine yeah. motor skills with your hands. Man. It really, it's really weird how, for some reason, our the public screw you system. Yeah. Yeah. Let's I mean, not get on okay, that. Okay, I, I, I apologize. I that was I not the intent there. That, that is so depressing, though. <laughs> That's so fucking depressing. Like, that would have been so, awesome as shit. Like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we learned a lot of useless shit. Anyway, <laughs> right. um, who learned yeah. calligraphy in school? Uh, oh, oh, really? really? Yeah, I heard. Cool. I learned cursive. I did really so, yeah, well cursive. Did and I think cursive and calligraphy all in the same year. It was one hundred percent for learning how to do fine motor skills. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. it also, but it did ruin my uh, handwriting for a life. There's a, <laughs> um, there's an, and I, I like that personally. I really yeah. like that. It sounds like. It sounds like there's probably a physical therapy aspect to it, right? I think as a society, our defaults are a little bit fucked. Yeah. Because just yeah. because that was something that a physical therapist thought would be nice for you, just because it was like something that they thought was exclusive to you, I wouldn't be taught that, yet I could still benefit. Right. That's the fucking I thing, I could right? still benefit from like, the neurogenesis that takes place. Also, the artistic expression is right. now I can be, now I can do my calligraphy in yeah. all sorts of new ways that nobody's ever imagined mm-hmm. and so then that gives me a, just another outlet for uh, neural pathways as well as artistic output and things yeah. like that so yeah yeah, yeah. The defaults are backwards oh you don't have very good fine motor skills right off the bat your your phenotype isn't like that well let's get you in physical therapy and it's like well those same exercises can benefit people who are, quote, able-bodied yeah. uh, to become bigger and better and greater versions of themselves, just like we're trying to help everybody. The is that we completely neglect to take into consideration that our mind is a is the key component to the body of the function of the fucking body. It's vast, yeah. You know, it's, it's, when we talk about adaptability, that's kind of where it comes from, right? Right, right, right. Because it's like you, you, you still like even though like move, me moving my hand as a gesture to like you know, while I'm talking to either one of you is, is like a subconscious thing. It's still my brain 
utilizing my body to convey a message in a way in, in a way that is understandable. It's You're processing, actually, yeah, right. It's processing how to how, how to how, how to properly uh, interact, what words to use, what what how, how to use my physicality, how, how to use my body, and all this shit at the same time. And it's like it's it in, in like like mental health, uh, mental health in general is just disregarded as like it's all in your mind, bro. It's like yeah, it is all in my mind, and that's a fucking that's like it's 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 everywhere. It's like there's no consistency. It's, it's chopped up and shit like that, you know what I mean? Like weird how it's considered a weakness and and as compared where the body is considered like the, the, the power, like you have to have a, a strong body to be a strong person. You know what I mean? It's like the the mindset is never is rarely taken into consideration. More and more over time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even even when it says, oh, respect your elders, you know what I mean? They look they experience a lot of stuff, which is true. But it's like they have they like have they contemplated it? Have they thought about it? Have they had a little wisdom? How do they just look through it and be like, hey, that's how you look through it? You were know they I mean? allowed? Like, a, were they allowed a quiet moment to reflect, or right. did they just have to go from yep. sun up to sundown every day? Yeah, now even yeah, you know, and it's like that's and there it's a huge factor in the body. I mean, like you said earlier, the mindset is a huge factor in like people. It's not just like getting getting fit for a competition. It's like making sure that you are fully prepared for a competition. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. Mentally, physically, probably spiritually. But yeah, absolutely, all the things. And I think that that when we, sure, you know, our parents lived through all of this and they got through all of this. But there's a there's such a big difference between like literally surviving your day to day, right, and adapting as is necessary. Right. And what if instead I just like take some time to be thoughtful of my adaptation? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's, so that's like kind of where I'm going with like neurogenesis. Right, it's like you know what. Yeah. Sometimes take a minute to like comb your hair with the other hand. Mm-hmm. Sometimes maybe like just like rub one out with your left hand. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't always have to get stuck in this rut because your rut will then become you, right? And you lose adaptability. So yeah. if we try and be mindful, and this wasn't taught, right? Yeah, this is like shit that I read and searched. And exactly, researched exactly. And yeah. When we talk about fragility, there's a uh, a contrasting word, and that is anti-fragility. Mm. Where something that's fragile can break easily, something that's anti-fragile actually gets stronger from turmoil. Like and so, if, so yeah. if we're trying to practice anti-fragility by just being mindful about like how am I going to adapt, I mean, we can really, I think, in this kind of brings it together. We've got ability that is short-term, like you said, carving a pencil, mm-hmm. and we've got ability that is long-term, like ambulating, just walking around. If we're mindful about our body and how we approach it and how we do maintenance to it, we can actually extend both of those, ideally. Ideally, yeah. I mean, that's that's sort of like, I mean, from, from a general perspective, if you're like, it's like it's like if you are uh, uh, mastering yourself, you're able to do everything. Like no matter what task is that is ahead of you, you're able to do it exceptionally well. For the as compared to someone who just like doesn't know how to co- cooperate with himself. You know? like, mm-hmm. If you're if you're taking consideration like all of your actions, if you if you contemplate each jack as you're jacking off as you know being pumped, then you're gonna get a lot more out of it than someone just mindlessly masturbating. You, you know what I mean? You aren't lying. I don't really like to agree with that, but. You're I had to, Jack. <laughs> Each Did you every want to pump, one one pump, one. So cream. I think one thing we also need to keep mindful is that we know ourselves. We take sometimes the wrong precautions when it comes to this fragility. Yeah. So like the most common one is okay, my right knee is bad, so what I'm going to do is I'm going We're to make sure that every single time I go up a stair, I leave with my left. Yeah. My right foot never has to be the first one to take yeah. my full body weight up. It just follows along. Yeah. It's not the leading way. Same thing with when I'm walking. I'm going to take a slightly smaller step with my right leg, but a large one with my left leg. So I have this, so my pace can still stay, and I'm riding harder on it because there's more time where it's on the ground than my other one. Yeah. And so doing those little things where it's like, okay, well, I'm babying my leg along because I know that I hurt my leg. But you're also atrophying your leg because it's not being used. Well, you're not, not only atrophying it, you're also taking a leg that's supposed to take 50% of the you yeah, know wear, and now we're wearing on it 60 to 70%. Right. Which yeah, means yeah. that soon we're going to injure it, mm-hmm. and then we're going to have a weakened leg that we never rebuilt back up. That now and can't newly, compensate. That yeah. now has to compensate, which right. means that one worse. Yep. Which means instead of you know having a long weekend mm-hmm. where we could have gotten healthy, you know, take a week off and do physical therapy and everything, mm-hmm. because we tried to do what's right, we tried to take care of our body. 
Yeah. But we misunderstood the sign. Back to your entire dashboard thing, yeah. where we just put duct tape over everything. Now there's no more lights. Yeah. Right? yeah. And yeah. you can't see the light. It's not on, right? right? right. That's that's fair. It's or your like, hey, that light's hour. been on for forever, so I don't know what it even does. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But I'm pretty sure that's just a bad light. Like that I mean, the car's car. on. Yeah. Right. You know. It's just, yeah. It's just an indicator. No, that's fine. No, that's fine. It well, looks like an explosion. Yeah. I can yeah. Like, it just says that everything's all red. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That means pow, power. So I, I just like I couldn't agree more. Like people so often will be like, "Well, I'm gonna go play basketball. Let me grab my knee brace." Right. Yeah. And and people know when they do or not do not need a knee brace. I'm not trying to knock that. However, the purpose of the knee brace is ideally to recover from an injury to support right. that knee for you on a temporary basis. But some people are like, "Well, I've got bad knees. I wear knee braces for the rest of my life now." And so yeah. then that instead knee, of letting it build back up, then right? that brace is a yeah. Instead of just acknowledging, well, maybe I should play uh, like 10% less hard with right. no braces. Right. They put the brace on and they go out and they go full bore. Right. And then they actually tear things. They actually injure themselves and then they lower their ability permanently. Well, that's that's another thing that's completely overlooked in in, in, in modern day society is like the actual strength of the human body. The one of the greatest strengths of the human body is its ability to recover. All right, and like like what I I, I know someone I talk I talked to uh, like uh, about weekly where they they had fibromyalgia. They, they, they had fibromyalgia, they were, uh, they were going to the doctors, they were constantly just doing, they had like nine medications that were taking years, like daily, like sometimes twice a day, you know what I mean? Like, sure. it was like for years and years. Medicated. Yeah. Everything, everything hurt. They, 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 all this, their skin hurt constantly, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. their, 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 their body was hurting, like they were, they were crying when they were like picking up the telephone and whatnot. A couple years later, like, they, they had a huge, uh, they, they had to go to the hospital because their liver, uh, liver was inflamed. They, they were like, we, I, they, they decided to try all, all alternatively because that, the, the, the way that they were being prescribed was slowly killing them, you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. So they tried alternative means and they, they started doing like, you know, they, 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 Check through uh, their resources, you know what I mean? Making sure, like, they, they, uh, talk to recovering people who actually did recover from, uh, uh fibromyalgia. They, they talk to them and experience, and like, uh, about their experiences. And they, and they, they were guided, um, uh, they were, they were given a guide on, like, how to heal your, how your body actually healed. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, at, and, 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 like, I think, I think they said a month, they, um, they started, like, they, they, they were in their break room and they realized, I don't even feel anything. They, they cut out all gluten. They cut out all, uh, 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 dairy products. They cut out all wheat. They uh, were taking uh, vitamin supplements. They were taking like like doing like small exercises and whatnot. A fucking month after yeah. years of medications, and that's 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 the thing. It's like even like we we talk a lot about the fragility of the, of the body and a lot a lot about the strength too. But we mm-hmm. we 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 focus a lot on, on the on the on the weaknesses of the body, but like the strengths of the body are so just like not disregard or under underappreciated. To the point to where we, we believe we need, like, like you were saying, you know what I mean? You, like, we're, we're, we believe we need those crutches for the, uh, for the rest of our lives instead of realizing, oh shit, my body is a magnificent beast of a fucking machine mm-hmm. and it can adapt to learn how to heal, uh, heal itself. Yeah. Because that's what it's made for. It's made to heal it. Like you were saying, it uses, it uses parts that it can heal easily. Mm-hmm. As compared to like using stuff that's that's either impossible or uh, or 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 um or or uh, you know, extremely difficult to actually uh, to actually recover yeah. because it's designed to fucking it's it, it's designed to to break but only in certain ways and then heal those pain breaks you know what I mean mm-hmm. and that's 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 completely it's completely overlooked that's just that's just a, a, a side note I think a large part of it too is is just kind of cycling back to what we talked about is like not under- magic school bus yeah. not understanding um pain yeah. as a feedback. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. People think, uh, uh, you know, how many times have you heard or maybe even been told, if it hurts, stop doing it. And there's just such a big difference between discomfort and uh, the pain of discomfort and the pain of injury. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people have a hard time separating the two after living a whole life of just like pain is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I talked to this guy about running form, for example, and talked to him like a few years later after like just talk. We just discussed the idea of running form and like what what ideal and how there's actually no ideal because yeah. 
we all have different phenotypes, but right. you know how to move your body in a efficient way. I talked to him a year later, and he says, you know what? I really appreciated when he said, you know, that pain is feedback. Pain is not always bad because now when I'm running and my knees hurt, instead of me going, how much longer am I going to be able to run? Yeah. I think, what about my form is off? Ah, and right. so and then, then approach the, the pain, thing. yeah. So then the pain actually helps him to clue mm. in to, oh, you know what? If my ankle's hurting, it's because I'm not engaging the muscle in my leg in the right way. And so then he was telling me he starts being mindful about his running form. He starts thinking about like what ideal running form is. Mm. And without even changing anything, the pain goes away because now he's tuned into and practicing as, as God has said. <laughs> yes. As God has said. You know, that neural pathway has been trained. Right. Those kinetic chains are now linked up. Yeah. And so the neurogenesis that occurred through him just being conscious of it, that pain told him something instead right. of telling him, you're not going to be able to do this much longer. Right. He's pushing 60, man. No, he's yeah. actually 65. Wow. So it's just like for somebody still running at 60 yeah. to just reframe pain like that. It's right. just like, God, how many, how many more people could have benefited from reframe pain? Some people experience pain all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just their life. Like yeah. uh, people who are arthritic, right? Yeah. That pain still tells them something. That pain yeah. tells them the barometric pressure. That pain tells them something about what they ate yesterday. That pain tells them yeah. anything, anything else. Uh, uh, the weather. What to have for dinner? I'm just saying. I don't know. Pain can tell us things. So yeah, every once in a while it tells me, you know, whether or not rice is up or down in China, but you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very economically. Uh, uh, and here I was just, thinking you would actually have something to. Oh no, I don't. I'm fine. sorry. That's yeah. Really you, everything I was gonna say, you said better than I would have. So Fair enough. I didn't oh, yeah. want to. I'm gonna to go home and journal about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna say jack off about it. I was like, wow, that's alright. You like, are really thinking about you next to the yeah. You started it, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah. You're no, right. no, it's fair. All right, yeah. So uh, what we've learned today is that pain is not bad. Understanding your body is great. You're going to lose abilities over time, and that's normal. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah. And learning how to do things slightly differently to preserve that short-term ability to make it into a slightly longer-term ability yeah. is the goal of life. Also, mm-hmm. appreciate your body's true strength because it fucking it, yeah. it's a lot stronger than 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 it, you know, a lot of people give it fucking credit for. Yeah. And it's an amazing device. It can break. If you fucking land on your fucking, if you land on your fucking face or some shit after a short fall or whatnot. But I mean, it can also survive, again, a plummet from, well, not again. Uh, It can survive a fucking plummet on the side of a mountain from like 10,000, well, not 10,000, 9,000, a bunch of, from a plane, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah, just, just appreciate it, you know? Yep. The only thing I want to reiterate is that we are all only temporary able bod- temporarily able-bodied. Sure. It, will, it will break down on us at some point. We're going to yeah. lose a yeah. tire. We're going to lose a... You know, something's going to happen. We're, yeah. we're getting towed around. Uh, so appreciate it while you got it. And be nice and compassionate and understanding to people who don't. And a giant tow wire is going to slice through the top of your hood and cut off your head. Like a garage. Like... Yes, like a girl or a rock. Like a, yeah, a grower. Yep, that is one of the short term abilities that will disappear after a while. You're having, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, short term ability of having a head. Well, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, come back next time where we'll have fire and fire. lightning. <laughs> And lightning, uh, a little bit frightening. Um, don't bring thunder. <laughs> no, thunder's an asshole. Uh, stay safe, enjoy your kids. 